Good afternoon, everyone. Uh, my name is Garrett Kohler, and I'd like to invite Kim Ruse up from CEO for Fears Not Love. Please give her a hand. Good afternoon, everyone, and thank you very much for being here. Um, my name is Kim Roos, and I'm the CEO of Fear is Not Love, and, uh, and I'll be your MC for today's announcement. Before I start, I want to acknowledge that we are located in the traditional territory of the Natsutsubi, the Blackfoot peoples, and the people of Treaty 7, which includes the Siksika, the Kanai, the Pekani, as well as the Satina and Stony Nakoda nations of Bearspaw, Chiniki, and Wesley. I also acknowledge the Métis people of Alberta who have a deep connection with this land and all other peoples who have honoured and celebrate this land for generations. I am joined today by a lovely group of people up front here, by the Honourable Tanya Furr, Alberta's Minister of Arts, Culture and Status of Women. Welcome. Lisa Hepner, Parliamentary Secretary for the Federal Minister uh, for Women and Gender Equality and Youth. George Chahal, MP for Sk Calgary Skyview. Elder Jackie Bromley to provide prayers. And... I'm, did I miss anybody? No. And Elder Jack, and MLA for Camrose, Jackie Lovely. So thank you all for being here. We're here today to announce important work and supports to end gender-based violence in Canada. To open the event, I'd like to invite Elder Bromley to share a prayer and their blessing with us today. Well, first of all, I want to say good morning. And in our Blackfoot language, we say, I'm very honored to be standing here and to say my opening prayer. In our indigenous culture, we always start off with a prayer. Whenever we have a ceremony, we're talking to the Creator. The one thing I always bring up every morning is to give thanks to the Creator. The Creator gave each and every one of us in here a gift. We're all gifted for something. We ask Creator, we call in our Blackfoot language, we call on Napinatushi, the sun. And I always call on my ancestors to hear my prayer. And we must not forget to say a prayer for all families and all the people that are on the street they are struggling in their life and all the people that are struggling with their addictions and we must not leave out our families our children our grandkids and if we still have parents, to pray for them. And I always use our seven sacred teachings. <clears throat> These are a part of our natural law, is to love one another, to be honest, 
to respect one another, to tell the truth, to use words of courage and wisdom. If we follow these teachings, we live in harmony and in peace within ourselves. And I am going to say my prayer in my Blackfoot language because that's the first language I spoke before I went to residential school. And I always feel connected to my grandparents when I speak my language because that's the first language my grandparents spoke. And if you could just pray with me. And I will say my prayer. Thank you, everybody. Thank you, Elder Bromley. Please now join me in welcoming George Chahal, MP for Calgary Skyview. Good afternoon. Thank you, Elder, for the beautiful blessing and prayer. I would like to begin by also acknowledging that we come together today on the traditional territories of the Blackfoot Confederacy, the Sutina Nation, the Ayayare Nakoda Nations, the Métis Nation, Region 3, and all the people who make their homes in Treaty 7 region of Southern Alberta. Welcome everyone and thank you for the invitation to participate in this event. My name is George Hall. I'm the Member of Parliament for Calgary Skyview. I'm delighted to be here for such an important announcement alongside Parliamentary Secretary Lisa Hefner, Minister Tanya Furr, and MLA Jackie Brownlee. Sorry, Jackie Lovely, my apologies. Unfortunately, we know that Alberta has some of the highest rates of gender-based violence in Canada. As of 2019, approximately 43% of Albertans, that's 1.8 million in total, have experienced at least one incident of sexual violence in their lifetime. I'm hopeful 
that the work under the National Action Plan to End Gender-Based Violence will affect the lives of all Albertans in a positive way. This funding will help the Government of Alberta give the frontline organizations located in Calgary and everywhere in Alberta a helping hand to provide additional critical services within our communities. Ultimately, this new funding will help the victims and survivors of gender-based violence and their families and help address gender-based violence within our communities. I would now like to welcome my colleague, Lisa Hefner, the Parliamentary Secretary to the Minister for Women and Gender Equality and Youth to the podium to share a few words. Well, thank you, George, for that lovely introduction. And thank you, Elder Jackie Bromley, for that meaningful acknowledgement and recognizing the traditional territories of the Nietzsche uh, the people of the Treaty 7 region and the Métis Nation of Alberta Region 3. Good afternoon, everyone. I am so pleased to be back here. This is actually my hometown. I grew up in Calgary and uh, went to University of Calgary, and I was here basically until I went to journalism school in Ontario. <clears throat> Um, and I'm very pleased to be back in this role and alongside uh, Tanya Fur, the Minister for Arts, Culture and Status of Women, and Kim Roos, who is with Fear Not Love. And we spoke this morning about how the organization came to find this name, Fear Is Not Love. It's a beautiful story. Um, it's <clears throat> a name that really sums up what the organization is all about and helps people really understand why you're here. 11 million can people in Canada have experienced intimate partner violence at least once since the age of 15. So we know we must take action. The first step is an honest national conversation about how gender-based violence, including intimate partner violence, is discussed and how our society sees it. Car Il ne s'agit pas seulement de l'acte physique, mais aussi de fardeaux émotionnels, financiers et psychologiques que les survivantes et les survivants et leurs familles portent pour le reste de leur vie. Because this is not just about the physical act, it's about the emotional, financial and mental toll that survivors and their families carry for the rest of their lives. Il s'agit des personnes qui travaillent en première ligne pour aider les survivantes et survivants et leurs familles à rebâtir leur vie. It's about the people working on the front lines to help survivors and families rebuild their lives. Clearly, a problem as complex as gender-based violence requires multi-pronged solutions. Solutions must take into account the lived experiences of the individuals who are being impacted. For example, we know Indigenous women and girls in equity-deserving communities are disproportionately impacted by gender-based violence. And when we take into account the lived experiences of people in rural and remote areas, we see that gender-based violence is seriously underreported. So there's many factors here at play. But knowing about an issue and take is one thing, taking action is another. And so today, I'm very pleased to announce a federal contribution 
of $54.1 million over four years to the Government of Alberta to support the implementation of the National Action Plan to End Gender-Based Violence. Today's funding will support the Government of Alberta and its partners so they can reach undeserved underserved populations, those most at risk of gender-based violence, so they can support crisis services for women and children fleeing violence, and also to increase education and awareness. Importantly, part of this work involves shifting the beliefs and attitudes of our men and boys to stop the intergenerational cycle of violence and abuse. And this work can't just be done at the federal level. That's why it's so important that provincial and territorial partners like Alberta rolled up their sleeves and got to work with our government on exactly how we can address this issue in a way that responds to each jurisdiction's unique needs and challenges. The response must include a minimum of 25% funding dedicated to increasing prevention efforts, and it will be guided by our plan's three federal priorities. Increasing prevention efforts, reaching underserved and at-risk populations, and stabilizing the gender-based violence sector. And what does this mean, stabilizing the sector? It means supporting organizations like YWCA Calgary and Fear Is Not Love, which do incredible work in supporting uh, people who experience gender-based violence. And I would like to thank these two organizations for their amazing work and also the other uh, organizations across Alberta who are on the front lines of confronting gender-based violence. And I, I want to take a moment to highlight the crisis hotlines that operate around the clock to get vulnerable people out of violent situations. I'm proud to say that we have now signed agreements with all 13 provincial and territorial governments to make sure these hotlines are active right across the country. And that means no matter where you are in Canada, you can pick up the phone and get help 24 hours a day, seven days a week. And I would just close with this important reminder to all of us here today. By combining our efforts and working together, we can put an end to gender-based violence. Let's continue to work together so we can achieve true and lasting gender equality. So thank you again for having me back to my hometown and uh, the opportunity to uh, announce this amazing initiative. Thanks again. Thank you very much. That is so exciting. I'd like now to invite MLA Jackie Lovely to provide some remarks. Well, thank you so much, Kim. Uh, good afternoon, everyone. It's a great honor to be here today and to have government and organizations working together to address this important issue. Gender-based violence impacts are felt across the province. Too many Albertans, especially women and girls, experience gender-based violence, and we must put a stop to it. Alberta's government is engaging with organizations working in communities to provide supports, services, and education <clears throat> this is very emotional for me, so please pardon me. Alberta's government is engaging with organizations working in communities to support services and education to people impacted by gender-based violence. We must support the Provincial Amendment Act to make sure survivors of sexual assault are no longer victimized during the trial process. We have invested in sexual assault 
evidence collection training for rural health care providers. We have introduced strong policies on Alberta post-secondary campuses to better deal with sexual assault. And we are continuing to build upon the work being done to prevent gender-based violence. This announcement is a big step forward in that work. And I'm pleased to introduce the Minister of Arts, Culture and Status of Women, Tanya Fur, to talk about today's great announcement and how Alberta is tackling gender-based violence. And the reason I'm so emotional is because I need you all to check on Noah's Law. And those of you who are MPs, you probably are aware that Noah and his mother, Michaela, were, were from my community, and, and their, their dad and, and husband were from my community too, and sadly they were murdered by a convicted sex offender mom and uh, and baby so that's why i'm so emotional because i think about them as i'm standing up here so minister i'll turn it over to you good afternoon thank you for all being here today i'm so pleased to see so many of our partners here today the organizations and people who are on the front lines of addressing gender-based violence. Thank you as well to Elder Bromley for starting us off today. Thank you to Parliamentary Secretary Lisa Hefner for being here today. Welcome back home. Uh, welcome MP George Tahal. And a very special thank you to my friend and colleague, MLA Jackie Lovely, for supporting this very important announcement today. And thank you also to MLA Eric Bouchard, Calgary Fish Creek, uh, Calgary Lougheed, Calgary Lougheed, for joining us here today as well. For many people, gender-based violence is a difficult thing to talk about. It is something we would rather think only happens in other places, not here in our communities, not to our friends, our neighbours or our families. But the reality is that gender-based violence happens every day and everywhere. Gender-based violence happens in homes, in work sites, in person and online, and if we don't discuss it and face it head on, it will continue. And that is simply unacceptable. Those who have survived it and those who are experiencing it deserve support. They deserve our collective action to put an end to the violence. There are many organizations, including the ones who have joined us today, and many more across the province who are doing exceptional work in addressing this critical issue. Thank you so much, Kim, for hosting us today at Fear Is Not Love. They are the ones running the shelters to provide a safe haven for people escaping violence, and they do some of the most important work. I often think about the things that they see and deal with on a daily basis. I can't imagine the, the toll that that must take and what that must do to their hearts and their heads, but they do it every day because they're selfless and they know it's important. And unless we, we deal, with, deal with the root causes and help survivors, we can't solve the problem. So I can't express the gratitude to the communities and organizations that do this work. They are the voice on the other end of the crisis hotline, providing a listening ear and support for those who are calling, looking for help. They are providing supports for those in marginalized communities who can be more at risk for experiencing gender-based violence, and they are leading education and awareness efforts. They are the men and boys who are working to be part of the solution. To each organization, your staff and volunteers, 
I thank you for your leadership and your tireless efforts. The government of Alberta stands with you. As Minister of Arts, Culture and Status of Women, I am proud that we will continue all of that work with our partners as we develop our 10-year Made in Alberta strategy to end gender-based violence and support survivors. This plan will also address the root causes of gender-based violence, support the shift to a culture of consent, engage men and boys, improve our response to sexual violence and support survivors. This Made in Alberta plan will ensure that the $54 million in funding being announced today as a result of our negotiation with the federal government meets Albertans' specific needs. This funding will continue to support the tremendous work already being done across the province and help address critical gaps. It adds to the $110 million Alberta is already investing and complements our work underway through the Premier's Council on Missing and Murdered Indigenous Women and Girls and the Human Trafficking Action Plan. Because survivors need support immediately as well as in the long term. And every person in this province, no matter where you live, what you believe or how you identify, deserves to live without the fear of violence. Engagement to support and inform our Made in Alberta plan begins today and will be informed by community leaders and organizations throughout the province who are already working hard to support women and girls. We want to hear from Albertans across the province and have launched an online survey which is available until November 17th. You can go to www.alberta.ca forward slash gender-based-violence-engagement to learn more and take the survey. In addition to the online survey, we will be working closely with service providers, communities, experts and survivors over the coming months to hear their thoughts on how to end and how to address gender-based violence. Insights gathered will help inform our plan and make sure it addresses the on-the-ground realities that we face as a province. Today's announcement allows us to continue building toward a future where every Albertan feels safe. I thank Federal Minister Yen for her work on the national strategy and Parliamentary Secretary Lisa Hefner for being here with us today and as Lisa mentioned, and I, I echo, we were looking forward to continuing to work together. I know, uh, Lisa, when I took over this file, um, there had already been negotiations underway, and what was told to me repeatedly by department was how collaboratively the federal government worked with us and how willing the federal government was to accept amendments, ideas, and inputs from all the provinces to, as you say, make it tailored to each province's needs. So thank you for that. Together, we can ensure that the women and girls of Alberta are able to live free from violence and ensure Alberta remains the best place to live, work and raise a family. To survivors of gender-based violence and for those who are still experiencing it, we hear you, we are with you and we will not rest until we have achieved a future where no one has to experience gender-based violence. Thank you. Thank you so much, Minister. I want to thank our elected officials and Indigenous leaders for being here today with us. I want to recognize what a tremendous honour it is for us to welcome Alberta's Minister of Arts, Culture and Status of Women, Tanya Fur, 
and uh, MLA Jackie Lovely from the Government of Alberta, as well as Parliamentary Secretary for the Federal Minister for Winder, Women and Gender Equality and Youth, Lisa Hefner, and our very own Calgary Skyview MP George Shahal from the Government of Canada to this important announcement. This is an incredible announcement. MLA Jackie Lovely reminded us that we all have a personal story. So when you hear those numbers, most of us can actually picture someone in our mind that has been impacted. And that's why the emotions come through, because we all deal with this. We all know people that are impacted. I am so pleased to see our governments recognize that this is a complex public policy issue and an area that requires um, collaborative efforts and work together to make a difference. This is not something that we solve alone. It's only by working together that we actually make something happen. The only way we make a difference is by working together and collaborating. And with the support from the provincial government, we've been able to innovate and use data-driven information to create collaborative uh, projects throughout the province, including things like Menand and ShelterLink. We are very grateful for the province for their support for that. We are also support for the federal government, grateful for the support from the federal government for their support of our capacity building in the sector for response-based practice and leadership throughout our community and across Alberta. So they are already making those investments, and this announcement today just makes it uh, even more important and to broaden those impacts and to support the agencies on the front lines doing the work. So I thank you very much for that. Um, Fears Not Love is committed to being a collaborative and supportive partner in this work, and we thank you for being here today for this incredible announcement. So honored to be here and be a part of this, and I will turn it over to uh, for question Q&A period. So thank you very much for being here. Thank you very much. We'll now move into our Q&A. Merci beaucoup. Nous prendrons maintenant les questions des médias. All right, we will go to the lines first. Operator. No. Scott Stresser, okay. Hi there. I'm not sure who's best fit to answer this question, but it's about the, the way the money will be distributed. Is it going to be kind of like a grant program where certain organizations can apply for portions of it? How exactly will the distribution of this money work? Thanks for that question. Um, so it's uh, 50, as um, Parliamentary Secretary Hefner uh, indicated, it's $54 million spread out over four years. And the very first most important step to determine uh, how that funding uh, will be distributed is the engagement um, uh, sessions that we will be uh, engaging in. Obviously, uh, talking to community organizations uh, that make, includes uh, making sure that we're including underrepresented group underrepresented groups, uh, getting that information from them on, on the needs, uh, on the funding, uh, that will help inform the strategy, which will, will help inform the funding. But it is, again, $54 million over four years. Is there a follow-up question? Uh, it, it's unrelated, is that fine, the follow-up? It's just the second question. All right, go ahead. Okay, this is uh, just something that um, George Chahal mentioned, which is the prevalence of uh, gender-based violence in Alberta being among the highest in Canada. I was curious uh, what his thoughts were on, on like the root causes of, of that, and uh, if there's any way to kind of find confirmation of that. I can, I'll pass it over to Parliamentary Secretary Hefner. I'll just, uh, further on the stats, um, so Alberta is uh, fifth highest uh, in intimate partner violence in police reported data, uh, fourth highest in uh, police reported sexual assault. Uh, of course, we, um, our, our goal and our desire is to make sure those numbers change. Um, I'll let uh, Parliamentary Secretary Hefner add to that if she'd like. Yeah, 
actually missed the uh, the main part of the question. It's just on the, could the rates. Could you repeat the question again? One more time. Second question. The, the root causes of Alberta having higher rates of gender-based violence than other provinces and territories. Yeah, I think that's a. I think every province and territory has its own unique challenges and uh, different situations. Um, and I think that the minister from Alberta answered that question fairly. Thanks very much. Is there any questions from the floor? There's a media mic next to the Fear Is Not Love banner. One question, one follow-up. Uh, and name and outlet, please. Hi there, Aaron with Live Our Calgary. Um, question for, for Kim, I think. Um, on a practical level, how is this money going to be used towards providing services to uh, the victims and and whatnot of gender-based violence? Well, that's I, I'm not aware of how it will actually be divided amongst service providers on the front line, so I can't comment on that. But I can comment that in Alberta, there's a tremendously collaborative effort on the front lines where people are working with the, the data we gather from engaged stakeholders. And so I'm really excited to hear that this is the process that will happen, is that there's a survey out there. People will be able to feed into that. And our sector is really responsive and collaborative. So I anticipate that we will work together with that information to create uh, or either amplify or create new resources where needed. As a follow-up for you, Kim, maybe you can describe some of the things that are currently being done in the in the sector. Absolutely. So locally, we have an app called ShelterLink app. So the five emergency shelters in and around Calgary use this app that live time tells you where the openings are in the shelter. So we use that to coordinate and use our shelter spaces, which are very you know rare and, and coveted, to use them really well to coordinate our resources around the people to make sure that the people that need shelter the most actually get into shelter. And the second stage shelters are also on the app. So that actually is one of the initiatives that we have locally. We also have uh, the Men and, which is the, um, the digital presence, which is a combination of men's counseling, a men's helpline, and lots of information digitally, including interactive toolkits that help men who are concerned about their behavior and their relationships to make a difference, to make a healthier relationship. And that's a very collaborative effort as well. Okay. Wonderful. Do we have any other questions from the floor? Seeing none, thank you very much, everyone, and let's give one last round of applause for this great announcement.